A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Program Politics here with another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello. Election Special Part 2, Sarge. And the mysterious L. That's me, baby. Still mysterious. The ever-cryptic and mysterious L. I like uh, Darkwing Duck. Oh, God. The dreams There's your first the... reference of the episode. Yes. Getting in real early. <laughs> Boom. Better the gate. Before a content warning and everything. Yes. How dangerous are you? Oh, man. Uh, I'm only medium dangerous. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a white man in America. How dangerous could I be? Uh, With a gas gun? Very. <laughs> If you had, if you had uh, more access to firearms, you could be terribly dangerous. However, you could also be a right-wing hero if you did that. So who knows? Um, I'm trying, I'm trying, I was trying to think of, of any appropriate joke I could make about a white guy with a with a gas gun, and all the ones I thought of were a little too punchy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as we are getting punchy, we are also going to get into QAnon, which means we have to play a content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. So, uh... Content warning over, it was a Nazi that I was thinking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Now that you've been been warned about what we think our enemies are, we will tell you, they're basically Nazis. The thin blue line flag is a Nazi flag. Uh, I was looking through Q drops to start this episode, and as I was scrolling through them, uh, I actually, Q actually posted the thin blue line flag as a Q drop with no context. Just boom, that flag. That's a Q drop. Was that? That's all you need to know. So just like Q is just yeah, when, the, when the hell did that happen? Uh, like a, I don't, a few months ago. Like I would guess, like four or five months ago, because I, I didn't. I just It'd be like, great if he was doing it now, just with, with completely no context, because it's been like what three or four days since the police have murdered an innocent black person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, been busy. Just, with, just no context after Trump loses the election, he's just like blue lives matter. And it's just like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> They've been busy being deployed. Yes, uh, for. I don't know, defending us from all these riots that happened? Yeah, all, all the Soros-funded riots and all that good stuff, yes. I mean, that just goes to show you how good the deep state cover-up was that we didn't hear about it at all. And yeah. we're liberals. Yeah. We, we should be in line for the babies. Oh, I mean, we, we're, not on, we're not on Parler. we got to get on Parler so that, we can find out about all this. Yeah, that, that's where Soros posts all the spicy stuff to let us know 
where to go for the. Bro, uh, they're gonna dope test me for adrenochrome before I try to join Parlor, and they're gonna throw me out. They're gonna say no, sir. <laughs> oh god. They're gonna yeah. say your your blood is too too filled with child murder. That's where like, the proud boys. Right the the proud boys said they don't have to stand out anymore. They announced that all on Parlor. Oh, yeah, fucking, f- fucking bring it. I mean, at this point, like, n- 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 now that now that the election is over and it's, like, you know, whatever, it's just, maybe we just need them to stop standing anything and actually get active so that way we could crush them and that can be the end of it. That would be for the best if the Proud Boys were to go away in any way, shape, or form because they are neo-Nazis and just scum. Oh, well, th- well this is good. Like, I-, I, was- I was about to naturally segue into it, but I'm going to do this even more natural segue to say <laughs> this is a good time to go into cues in the news because I just remembered something I want to start with. That sounds like a plan, so let's do that right now. What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for cues in the news. All right, so did, you- did y'all see that video of Alex Jones flipping out in that restaurant on people? Oh, that was... No. That was oh, new. Man. There's a video from some like restaurant in Texas of like Alex Jones like losing his mind. I'm not even sure if it's recent. Is that a recent video? Uh, I think it's it's a little bit. It's a little old. It's that's a little old. He did that a while ago. Was, that was a that was one of his many uh, media forays into trying to get himself to go viral by being a stupid punk. He did that one. Uh, then a while later on, he his wife got kicked out of like some uh, park trail because like they were like they were like hey we're we're trying to minimize uh, attendance to this park trail due to COVID, so you got to call us ahead of time. And then he, like, showed up at, like, a bunch of teenagers who were monitoring the trail. He showed up at, like, their, like, work airspace with, like, a tiny bullhorn and yelled at them. And they were just sort of like, okay, old man, whatever, leave us alone. And well, That shit uh, is irrelevant. Yeah. I, I, the one I saw was him losing his mind at some Lucy's restaurant in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Texas. Just, like, getting... He's like getting angry and getting like trying to get into this kid's face for like so somebody off camera for like talking shit about him and or the conservatives he was with. Yeah. Anyway, it it would only just be one thing if he was just like standing up and like getting loud or whatever. But he he, he was like vibrating with like violent fury and his his fist was bunched up. And the whole time I was watching this video, I was just like, oh, my God, I wish a fellow would. I really wish that he would come up to me with that kind of energy. If Alex Jones wants to fight me, I will fist fight him. Anytime he wants. You want to come into an establishment? You want to come into an establishment? I mean that. I'm sitting down, enjoying my Flappy Jacks. You walk in. I say, Alex Jones, you eat dicks. And he's just like, fuck you, buddy. And I'm just like, no, fuck you. And if he wants to fight, we'll fight. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. Yeah, no, most recently he got arrested for trying to start a riot at a ballot counting station. Oh yeah, he uh, yeah he was at uh, he was in Arizona with a, a man-sized bullhorn uh, doing his whole uh, the answer to 1984 is 1776 nonsense because that's one of his dumb slogans that he enjoys so very much and one of the funniest things was he's screaming about all the evil people that are trying to rule our world. And at one point he's talking about George Soros and then he like yelled, "These people are Nazis." So he was, like, calling a rich Jew a Nazi. And you could, like, feel the crowd was, like, kind of weird. Because the crowd was like, hey, wait, we're Nazis. The Nazis are the bad guys now, Alex? What's going on here? And then Alex just, like, kept moving along and screaming and yelling. Just, like, one single brave white soul in the crowd goes, what's so bad about being a Nazi? And Alex Jones has to go, humming, 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 humming. Yeah, (laughs) the Rodney Dangerfield tug on the collar. That's been the entire Republican Party. Well, not as much as I'd hope. Oh, God. I'm wondering, yeah. 
the funniest thing is, is like about the like when you get into this whole like thing about the Nazis and QAnon and these P- and people like Alex Jones is that they love throwing around the slur of Nazi as like a way to like define their enemies as monsters and murderers and just absolutely the worst people on earth. But then when you when they actually like are amongst themselves and talking about World War Two, they're like, oh yeah, you know who the good guys in World War Two were? The Nazis. They were they were actually like the the good people doing the right thing, and they were defeated by the bad guys who did the wrong thing. Uh, did they really say that? Yes, Joe M, who is like uh, the, one of the biggest like QAnon prophet, this side of Q himself. He loves running around saying that Angela Merkel is Hitler's daughter and all this other stuff and pissing and running about that. But then you uh, go to his Gab or his parlor or whatever non-Twitter account he feels like using that day. And he actually had a conversation with someone where he was like, you do know that the Japanese and Germans were the good guys in World War II because they kicked the Rothschild banks out of their countries. And, like, that was why, that's why they got, like, attacked and fucked up by the rest of the world. Because the rest of the world was run by the Jews, who were mad at the Axis for doing what they did. And that's why they had to be put down. So it's... I feel like as as a group, what we should do... I forgot all about Gab. I remembered about Parler, but I forgot about Gab. I feel like as a group, uh, we should pool our resources and we should start a new racist social media alternative... And we can call it like Nazi, but N A Z with in two E's, Nazi. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, we'll we'll just be we we can be up there. We Nazi, yeah. yeah Nancy. It's it's pronounced Nazi, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, we can uh, we we can we can try to attract all these all these horrible assholes by playing the part, like doing a doing sort of like a Nazi style Stephen Colbert, where we just like trick people into thinking that we're on their team. When the, and they don't realize that we're laughing at them while secretly mining all of their data so that we can give it to the liberal conspiracy. Let's go, boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then get a quick Nazi bucks and then get out. Yes, I was actually when when you were talking about that, I was thinking about an anti censorship platform called Not C for censorship, but it's actually Nazi, <laughs> and that's oh, our. That might be that, that one also works. So yeah. that, 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 that's a good one. Yeah, you, know, you you could uh you could you can tip your your favorite uh yeah. You can tip your, your your favorite people on the platform with Nazi gold. Yeah, put <laughs> Nazi gold on the platform for all sorts of perks. Yes. Ooh. Oh man, just in Japan, it's Unit Seven Thirty One. Yep. Oh man, just the absolute. But yeah, it's just their worldview is just so warped that they'll like one day condemn you as a Nazi and then the next day be like, look, the Nazis were actually in the right. They, they, they were, they were the good guys. And it's, well, and remember that these are, these are the people who, who, who were hooked on Q's feeling from the beginning where he was just like, they're not as many, they're not as many bad, bad actors as you would think, but they're everywhere. They're simultaneously not that many of them, but they are omnipresent. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, we're on, was this day eight with no Q? Uh yeah, day, day seven because Q posted, Q posted early the morning of the election, which was like literally the laziest Q drop ever. Again, it was just like was that Abraham Lincoln quote yeah. and the last of the Mohicans music. Yeah, last of the Mohicans music, Abe Lincoln quote, and then Q was just like so long and thanks for all the fish, idiots. And right now, because QAnon lives only to try to draw, drive uh, square pegs in the round holes. They're trying to wedge this dumb thing that Q said once a million years ago that was... He, Q just 
said this context-free statement, 10 days of darkness. So now QAnon thinks <laughs> that Q is going to return on the 13th, having completed his tribulation of 10 days of darkness, and then he will, I guess, give us the information that proves Trump really won the election, and we can start killing all the liberals. I mean... He'll, he'll show us what it means to go even further beyond. Do you, do you know off the top of your head how long has Q been silent? What's the longest Q has been silent for? Uh, the longest he's been silent for was like the over three months when 8Chan when was deplatformed and he had to come back on 8Kun. But he has taken two. So that doesn't really count. He's, he's taken two. He's taken two week plus breaks all the time previously. Okay. I mean, he is an incredibly lazy uh, poster. Like the the cue that we saw early on in QAnon, where he was just like every day constant drops, boom, 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 just pounding stuff out. Uh, that's not what we see um, now, or like constantly, after constantly that. playing himself off and then coming back for an encore like six minutes later. Yes, exactly. Like none of that. Like I mean, he's like, "Good night, good night, Patriots, and God bless you." Six minutes later, hey, what's up, Patriots? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the the panic we're seeing now is not the panic we'll see if Q remains quiet. Like if if Q goes dark for a month, that'll be really screwed up. Well, there was a period of time. Uh, this year, there were two months in a row where Q, like, didn't post for the entire first half of the month. Like, he was just, I think it was August and September, he was just radio silent for the entire start of the month, and then he just, like, showed up at the back end of the month to be like, hey, guys, just reminding you that I still exist, and I'm here to peddle nonsense and lie to you. I mean, it was, he was just such, uh, he was just not into the, the gimmick at all, yeah, July 31st was a Q drop, and then he didn't post again until August 17th, and then he put in a little work. He posted on all of the 17th, the 19th, the 20th, and the 26th of August, then he gave up on that. He posted on September 2nd, and then was like, oh god, I'm so tired. Didn't post again, didn't post again until the 8th, and he just does this. He just takes long breaks repeatedly over the course of the year, because... He just doesn't have a lot of stuff to say. He's really... Man, even God got sleepy after six days. This is true, yeah. <laughs> even, even Almighty God needed to rest a little. But yeah, think this is doing any, do you think this is doing any damage to the Q brand with this being their... This is their darkest time right now. This is the ten days of darkness. The storm wave is cresting. Like, uh, Well, the thing is, is that uh, the Q and non-promoters... Uh, uh, aided and abetted by uh, right-wing scumlords that are completely happily um, trafficking in this nonsense are like have picked up the mantle for Q and are running with that ball as aggressively as they possibly can because lying to people about this shit is just so profitable and it's such a good way to keep things moving along and... Now, if you're a disreputable blue check mark on Twitter who's a Republican, you have the biggest audience in the world of idiots that will listen to anything you have to say. Uh, there was this big uh, thing that I saw from uh, various people, both uh, blue checks and like quote unquote reporters that don't have them, where they were like, CNN has retracted their calls of Georgia and Arizona. Like, liberal tears flowing. It's all happening. Like, the the Trump victory, because he's going to really win these states, is eminent. And 
if you were following election coverage, you know that nobody has called Georgia because it's going to a recount and can't be called until the recount is completed. And everyone except for the Associated Press and Fox didn't call Arizona. So, no, CNN did not pull those calls. They never made them in the first place, you lying pricks. Uh, and the reason why everyone called the election is because everyone called Pennsylvania, which had more than enough electoral votes to put Biden over the top anyways. So, it, and it's just like this aggressive gaslighting by not even just like QAnon dipshits. It's like uh, Ryan Foreigner and all these other people who actually uh, get paid real money by uh, right-wing grift circles um, are, like, insane. Uh, like, so, so when do we start getting paid doing our left-wing grift? Oh, uh... Hope- who, do we have to get, who the fuck do we have to get in touch with to start getting that left-wing money? Uh, we, the left-wing needs a better uh, grift engine than it currently has because... Like, obviously, people that um, are willing to lie for money are given jobs on the right wing. This guy, who I've never heard before, but has a blue check mark named uh, Daniel Bosick, he was one of the guys that was like, uh, CNN just changed Georgia and Arizona back to toss-up. And then he replied to himself, and he was like, I see people saying CNN didn't technically call these states. Well, they were hinting they were going to go to Biden, so... And it's like, fuck I'll, I'll, So, uh, real quick, let's let's uh, dive into how many QAnon supporters got elected, and then let's do our own shilling, because we've got to do it at the top. Uh, oh, but I, yeah, I, take I, me through the uh, QAnon following... No senators, just Congress people. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert are our two QAnon congresswomen in uh, the the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, As someone pointed out on Twitter, uh, the Republicans are going to have more QAnon believers in their caucus than they are going to have African Americans. That is where the Republican Party exists in the year of our Lord, 2021, when they're sworn in. They what, will... what are you trying to imply there, Mike? Abraham Lincoln was a racist or a Republican. That <laughs> <laughs> was all twisted L, up in my own L head. With the hottest takes, hot takes. Me. Yeah, no, the, the, this is where I, I pull off the mask, Scooby Doo style, and reveal that I am here to show for the Republicans. You know who was really racist? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> nope, I just meant to say Republican. It came out racist because yeah, well, you know, they're, they're the same thing. Yeah. How could you possibly make that mistake? Oh waka, God. Waka. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, really, it's really uh, insane that this is where we're at, where um, the Republicans were not able to find anyone that's an African-American to run for national, uh, the House or the Senate or anything for them. I mean, I know Tim Scott's a Republican from South Carolina, so don't try to, don't try to catch me there, folks, but they just couldn't field a candidate for the House that could win that was African-American. However, they were able to find two QAnon grifters who had no problem sliding into the halls of power in America. So, Cons- Considering where, where the Q phenomenon originated from, a.k.a. The, the cesspools of 4chan and its ilk, it's really surprising to me that people would be able to, that like Q followers would, would get behind uh, women at all, even if they're on message women. Because... Like as far as as far as I know, like racism, racism, and like child abuse aside, like those those message boards are mostly known for misogyny. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, it, it's. 
I think it's kind of one of those things where they're backing these women because they are they fit the agenda and they give them a shield. Look, we're not raging misogynists. We totally voted for these women exclusively because they're parroting our weird, hate-filled, conspiracy nonsense now to a national audience. Although uh, Taylor Green has been coy about this. I mean, Taylor Green is just insane. I mean... She Real is quick, who's Taylor Green? She's the one from Georgia who is just an outright like conspiracy lunatic who obviously QAnon was a natural progression for all the terrible and hateful things she had said in her life. And so like that was gonna happen for her. Um and ever since the elections happened, like her Twitter timeline is just nothing but, like, Twitter putting up fucking banners on her being, this tweet is not right, this tweet is a lie, this tweet is a lie, please stop lying, Congresswoman-elect, you are really hurting, (laughs) you're making Twitter sad. Whereas Boebert, I'm sure, is doing that stuff also, but she was just kind of like, after she won her primary, she's like, yeah, QAnon, smell you later, suckers. So she was more of just a outright grifter that was just using anything she could to... You're saying that where, where, where she went one, she went alone? She yes. She didn't bring the rest of the party with no, her? No, not so much. She was in Turns this... surfing that storm wave as a one-person endeavor. Damn right, yeah. <laughs> she was just there to uh, try to offset the uh, financial advantages her Republican primary opponent had against her by being the viral candidate, and one of the ways she could like be viral was by winking and nodding at QAnon and being a bro for them. And then uh, once she actually upset that guy and won the Republican nomination, she immediately uh, did like the famous Donald Trump pivot, as it were, to the middle by being all like, oh, QAnon? I don't don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of them. Uh, Yeah, bye. Runs away. (laughs) So, yeah. So her... Her act, the, the, the old Donald Trump dodge, QAnon, don't know who they are. Yeah, All I know about them is they hate pedophiles. Hard to get, like, offended about that. Anyway, moving on. Right, it's yeah. Like, no, so, we're not moving on. We're going to talk back at the ranch. What they yeah. mean. Yeah, so, like, so, that is who we have uh, in Congress, which is, like, terrifying. But um, if, if you want to just now dip into the shillery, as it were... Yeah, give us that good shell. Oh, the good shell. So, yeah, basically, if you are enjoying the first bit of this podcast, as it were, and previous podcasts, and you want to help us out, go to uh, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics and uh, throw us a few dollars to uh, allow us to continue doing this, and we will uh, reinvest most of this money back into the podcast. L's uh, setup now is improving, so he is no longer talking to us live from the Grand Canyon, which is awesome. Oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna make some sort of playful joke about how much better I sounded this week. Now that we're finally starting to get everything together, but yeah. then I forgot. Right around the same time <laughs> where I forgot that we were supposed to be chilling. Yeah, because uh, like I thought, I thought about fucking the idea of possibly finding Alex Jones and all the blood rushed to my penis, and I stopped thinking properly. <laughs> the powerful eroticism of punching Alex Jones in the head will distract many a mortal man from their duties of uh, pandering for dollars in end-stage capitalism. And, and I have to say, the context is important. I'm not saying that I want to go and fight Alex Jones for no reason. I am saying that if Alex Jones comes at me with an antagonistic and violent energy, then 
I would be happy to pummel his weak face. <laughs> yes. Uh, and if our, uh, if our prattling into these uh, Yeti microphones isn't good enough for your money, please donate to love146.org. They are an anti-human trafficking organization that actually does the work that QAnon claims they are doing, but do not. And beyond all of that, uh, just give your money to uh, the Georgia runoff races because they're going to yeah. be kind of important. Uh, one of my friends uh, texted me um, a couple days after the election was over, and he was and he said, "How much money is going to get spent on the Georgia runoffs?" And I replied to him, uh, 2.3 trillion dollars." And he said, "I will take the over on that easily." So uh, yes. I feel like if you live in the state of Georgia, you're just going to have people on your on your uh, on your, knocking on your door constantly. Every ad on your television will be either an attack ad or an ad boosting a politician. It is going to be insufferable and maddening uh, your life over the next uh, couple of months as we head towards January fifth and the runoffs. That's a that's a pretty good segue into something I really wanted to talk about. Sweet, how awful Georgia is and how it's always going to be a horrible waking yes. nightmare. Well, they give us some good music. Uh, no, so does Trumpism go away here now, or do we see a bunch of the Republican Party distance themselves from it, or does Trumpism stick around and split the Republicans' conservative base? Does it form a new party, a new awful, shittier party? I think that Republicans are like really pragmatic because... They have lost the popular vote now in seven out of the eight, last eight U.S. presidential elections. They know they are the minority party. They somehow pulled like eight million more votes out of their butts this year over the last time Donald Trump ran for president. They got 71 million votes when last time he got 63. And they still lost incredibly comfortably because there are just more people that hate them than like them. So as much as I would love to believe that there would be like a, a, a splintering in a third party where you have the Republican Party, then you'd have like the Trump Party. I feel like they're all just like so scared of the fact that they know America on some level actually resents and hates them. That they will find ways to like break bread and have common ground so that they don't lose, they don't become a regional party that's totally worthless. But there is definitely the possibility that some sort of fractioning or some kind of uh, apathy or disillusionment might set into the rank and file that the powers that be and the money people aren't able to fix. I think the Georgia runoff will be very interesting as a barometer of that because on the one hand, you're going to have the Democrats energized, crazy, probably having Biden go down to Georgia and do a little campaigning if he can, um, to try to like push the Democrats over the finish line to get to a, a, major, a tie in the Senate where they have the majority because the vice president breaks ties. Who's the Who's the woman who's doing all the campaigning down there? Uh, Stacey I Abrams think. is the, is Stacey the woman. Abrams. Yeah, she's been the one who's done Herculean doing efforts the uh, fighting the uh, voter fraud and suppression of Georgia. And uh, I hope that like like Blue Georgia is a reflection of the incredible work she has done. So, um, Sorry, John, a scale of one to ten, how fucked up do you think it is that me and you ha can't keep all of these uh politicians of importance straight, but we can name a lot of Pokemon? <laughs> My brain is a worthless pile of garbage. I can name it's just like, leave. oh, yeah, who's that uh, who's that politician that's doing the good work down in Georgia? 
Oh, Stacey Abrams. Okay, cool. Uh, who's that? Uh, who's that bird Pokemon with the onion in its mouth? Oh, that's Farfetch'd. <laughs> I can just nail that one immediately. Boom, just right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, but yeah, it's gonna be very interesting here because like you're going to ha- there's no way Democrats can't be motivated here. They won Georgia by like point oh 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 one percent, but a W is a W in the Electoral College. So thanks, thanks Jimmy Madison, but um. They won Georgia. They need these two seats for a Senate majority. So you know the Democrats are going to show up for this. The question now really is, is how much do the Republicans show up for this? Because runoff elections in Georgia have always benefited Republicans. They've always benefited Republicans. Like the Democrat always manages to pull the Republican to like 49.1%. And everyone's like, oh shit, a runoff. It's going to be so great. And then the Republican wins wins the runoff like 55-45. And everyone's like, oh right, Georgia, we're never going to win. But now you have, like, new and improved blue Georgia, and you have Democrats hyper-motivated. And what is the Republican voter base's reaction actually going to be? Are they going to be like, we got to stop the Democrats from getting the Senate, we got to go all out for this? Or are they going to be like, well, Trump said it's all rigged, so why even bother showing up? And Trump ain't even on the ballot, so why do I care? Like, that's like the $64 question, really, is like, how much of this voting is cult of personality Donald Trump and just loving Trump and him sticking it to the libs? And how much of it is actual like voting for Republicans because the Republicans give you what you want? I mean, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what Republican turnout is without Trump in Georgia. And I mean... Lord knows if Trump's even going to bother campaigning for those people. I mean, he's a narcissist. He's a whiny piss baby that only cares about himself. Is he actually going to do Mitch McConnell and the Republicans a solid and go down to Georgia and talk about crooked Hillary Clinton and sleepy Joe Biden? Or is he just going to play golf until he's not president anymore and then just play golf as not president? I guarantee he wants to get perp walked out of the White House. He, We're not getting a concession speech. Like, oh, no way. Zero percent chance of a concession speech. He yeah. wants the the visuals of getting perp walked out of the White House. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that seems like, that seems like absolutely the sort of thing that that puffs Donald Trump's marshmallow. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> the, the 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 victim the the victimhood that he'll be able to claim the martyrdom. Oh, uh, it, it'll be he he would literally uh, get like perp walked off the White House grounds. Uh, hop on his plane and then go to like some prearranged rally in some blood red state like Kansas or Oklahoma or whatever and immediately give a speech about how shameful and disgraceful it was that he had the election stolen from him and that the corrupt Secret Service just walked him off the White House lawn and how everyone knows he's still truly the president. I mean, in, in a way, this is like the best possible thing that could happen for him because he doesn't have to do any more work. He doesn't actually have to be the president and listen to people whine at him and try to give him intelligence briefings that he ignores or any of that crap. For the next four years, he gets to just talk about how he's going to run in 2024 and win back the presidency, call Joe Biden a loser and do rallies and just be happy and hope he's he doesn't get arrested. make America great again again. Yes. Mega. Oh, my. <laughs> Mega. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he, he like he's going to just literally uh, paint up a so plane. So when he gets like, elected in 2024... Does that make him the 45th and the 47th president, or is he still just the 45th? 45th and 47th. That precedent was uh, uh, set and confirmed by Grover Cleveland, who is our 22nd and 24th president. Oh, you know, you learn something every day. Yep. So, 
Speaking of going forward without Trump, where does Q go here? Where do they all go from here? What well, it's but segueing to our next bit. Yeah. What does Q look like from here? Well, the thing is, is that right now you have this moment, this moment frozen in amber, because it's so funny the way QAnon grifters and promoters act. They always act like tomorrow doesn't exist. They always act like there's never going to be a day of reckoning. They spent four years acting like this election was never going to happen, and if it did happen, Trump would win in a landslide, so why even worry about it? And then it happened and Trump lost and they immediately ignored it. And now they're just barreling headlong into Biden's inauguration on January 20th, pretending that won't happen, pretending that none of that will matter. And so we have this horribly annoying two-month window of these ding-dongs riling themselves up, freaking each other out, getting even more hyped. It's like a daily contest to see who is the most arrogant, most braggadocious, most confident in Trump's impending victory every day. And all of these guys are just gunning for the gold medal all the time. I have just, none of these people who are making money or have any level of internet fame have even remotely suggested for a moment that Biden will ever be sworn in on on January 20th. It's an impossibility. So who's the star scream? Who's gunning for the Megatron that is Q? Who's uh, looking? Well, you you have like you you have all these different guys. You have you have Praying Medic. You have Julian's Rum. Uh, Joe M got kicked off Twitter, but he's still on Gab and Parlor, and people respect and love Joe M a lot, and he sneaks onto Twitter every now and then. You have Incarnated ET. You have Q Taw. Jordan Sather just got kicked off Twitter again. He'll probably be back shortly. Although he's like trying to sue YouTube and all this other stuff. But you have so many grifters. That are trying, and of course, you have your, your bros in the Matrix and spooky groove. You just have all of these schmucks screaming and yelling that, like, the Trump can't lose. And the problem is, is they really can't, like, I don't know, stake out a position of leadership or anything because they're all just saying the same thing. They're all just saying that sometime in the next week or two, it's always the next week or two, um, the voter fraud will be exposed. Uh, Pennsylvania will be called for Trump. Arizona will be called for Trump. Nevada will be called for Trump. Blah, 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 blah. All, Trump will win all 50 states. Uh, our boy CJ Truth uh, today tweeted out that uh, like the, the Republicans are going to win the House, the Senate, and the White House. So forget even just Trump. They're going to flip the House when all the truth comes Party out. Hats. Yeah, I mean, it's just, they're so insane and insufferable. And so what, what, do you, where do you, what do you think their new grift is after this? Like, you know, so somebody came over, so some well-to-do idiot came over and and called called them out in front of God and everybody and showed everyone how their three-card Monty uh, worked. So now they can't three-card Monty anybody anymore. So what, 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 like, in your in your kind of professional opinion, what, what do you think the next grift line is for Q? Uh, the next grift line is to just make this, like, a, just to, to fold this back into the Illuminati New World Order shit that had sort of been flipped into QAnon, as it were. Because before, all any of us idiots that like were... Like a pancake or a yeah, crepe of sadness. Yes, exactly. Oh, God, the, cre- the crepe of sadness that is QAnon. Yes, the zone of sadness that is QAnon. Pazone of sadness seems a little redundant. It's like that's like saying a KFC famous bowl of sadness. Yes, or like 
Oh god! Uh, I was, uh, you know, it's it's an entire fifth of vodka to your face of sadness. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that uh, so many people who uh, don't understand this shit have been were saying to themselves, "Oh, when like Trump loses, that'll wake these people up to the fact that they've been lied to." And it's I like, didn't believe that for a second. I, 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 trust me, I, I've heard it. Because, again, these people just want their family members back. They just want their loved ones to not be dumb, insane people. And it sucks. But the thing is, is that Trump was just the latest layer on a cake of shit that began with the protocols of the elders of Zion and just rampant anti-Semitism. And then that had the framework of the Illuminati then placed over it. And then over the top of that was like satanic panic, blah, blah, blah. And then you had Trump. So, like, when you scoop the Trump layer of shit off of this thing, you still have the Illuminati under it. So just because Trump lost doesn't mean that Hillary Clinton isn't eating babies. It doesn't mean that Tom so Hanks... Do, do you think that do you think that Trump allows himself to just get scraped off, or do you think he starts wallowing in the rest of the shit? It'll be very interesting to see if, Q, I mean, if, if Trump actually goes full-blown QAnon or not. That will be really interesting. Because, again, I think Trump's just a moron who doesn't know shit about shit and... Was letting well, deep... I, like I, I agree for the most part, but I do think that Trump knows where his fan bases are. Oh yeah, and uh, now, now that it is no longer like kind of actively poisonous to his political career that he's not going to be doing anymore. Like he, I, I feel like he could. Yeah, I mean, he might be able to rope it into also doing like a twenty twenty four bid, like, but with with the backing of Q support from the beginning. Or I think that he could just make that his personal new grift, where he could just be like. I was defeated by the cabal because no one man can defeat them. We have to rise up together. And then, you know, $50,000 play fundraisers to hear Donald Trump tell you about how the Jews control the media. I think that's completely uh, possible. I just wonder if... Terrifying. Yeah, it's just really just comes down to, like, how much of this shit have, like, uh, Dan Scavino, Steve Bannon, and the other, like, chuckle fucks who people associate with like being either uh, Q whisperers or Q adjacent, how many of those people have like pumped Donald Trump like full of this shit to know it? Because I feel like, as you said, like if Trump understands QAnon on like any level more than they don't like pedophiles and they like me, so they're good in my book. If someone could actually like sit him down and get him to like go over the Cliff Notes version of QAnon and mouth their talking points, and he knew he could make a buck off of it, oh my god, Trump would absolutely do that shit and go QAnon. And if he like was the vanquished martyr of this thing, if he was like JFK that didn't get shot but just got screwed out of the presidency, <laughs> I mean. Shot. Hey, that that's the QAnon mythos. Is that Kennedy? Uh, yeah, uh, I know. I, it just it still bums me out. My personal hope slash fear is that all these grifters, like Q, just goes away, never comes back, uh, and all these grifters start shilling their competing theories, and the whole movement like sets upon itself like packs of dogs. Like, oh, I believe in Joe M. I believe in. Uh, praying medic. I, I mean, that's all. That, that 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 sounds like a like a nice pipe dream and all. But at the end of that process, you know, you have you have only the biggest, strongest dog remains, and its belly yeah. is full with the meat of all of its weaker brethren. So then you have to deal with this one souped up, incredibly turgid dog. I mean, that's what we have right now with QAnon. So for a while, oh, I, a... I think I think the dog could get way more bloated and powerful. God, that. <laughs> Like, like, imagine Donald, like, imagine, all, like, so Joe, Joe Biden gets 
like actually put in the White House the way he should. Like after all the shit blows over, and then Donald Trump holds a press conference, and during that press conference, he just says, "Where we go, one we go all." Boom! The dog just got way bigger. Donald Trump just ate Q, and now Q yeah. just resides in the belly of Donald Trump. The Highlander style. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump beheads Q ritualistically at a press conference, and now he is is the one true immortal of Q and I, I hadn't thought about that, and that is terrifying. If he if he fully steers into the skid and embraces the quiet, and I. I understand how I'm using that, the quiet racism that he has, like, engendered and is his base, if he just embraces it and starts saying the quiet part loud, yeah, he really could energize that racist, racist Q base. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we all thought Alex Jones was bad, but Alex Jones didn't really have anything going for him beyond just being, you know, like, racist and loud on a platform. Donald Trump is racist and loud on a platform and the former president of the United States. Right, exactly. I mean, Trump could, uh, he could, like, just say, hey, OAN, let's be partners, let's do Trump television, and by the way, now uh, we're going to, like, legitimize QAnon on a media platform that is now associated with a former president. So, like, that is a thing that could actually happen where you have Donald Trump and, and Michael Flynn is already full blown QAnon. I mean, he is absolutely just grabbing these suckers, flipping them upside down, shaking them until all the money falls out of their pockets, then throwing them on the ground, collecting their money as they sob in gratitude that he did it to them. They're the world's biggest suckers. And they love Michael Flynn more than a five-year-old loves their mommy. It is psychotic and terrible how bad it is. So you you could have that happen so easily where you have like people that were respected in some way, shape, or form on a national level, like just being openly and loudly QAnon promoters and broadcasters um, to the rank and file who want to hear that shit. And will somehow square the circle that all of Q's big talk about winning was some sort of smokescreen for the fact that winning was going to be really hard. And aw shucks, we didn't get it done this time, but maybe next time we'll beat the bad guys. So uh, stay tuned, boys and girls, because it's going to happen. I mean, so what it- are, what, let's break it down. What are our theories now? What happens to Q? There's the Highlander theory that. Donald Trump just absorbs him and becomes and takes on the powers of Q. Uh, There's my Hydra theory where they split off and like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Darwin, and then L has the, the Darwin theory. If they all split off in different directions, then they just devour each other until only the strong, strongest remains. Um, well, the, the, I, I think the big thing is it, it, it really depends on if Trump does something directly with them or not, because... Really, it, it is going to be a bunch of squabbling um, grifters trying to create a narrative. But I feel like if you're those dudes, you understand that cooperation is better than competition. And some guy might step out of line and you might have to call him out for that down the line. But they all want to have QAnon conferences at hotels where like 300 people show up and pay money to hear them talk. They want to keep this moving along. So they're going to find a way to do it. And they're just going to have to say that, uh, like, they lost. Like, somehow the deep state was just so powerful and so strong. It was able to overthink the world. It was able to to say they lost. Right. Like, the the lizard, the deep state lizard people, like, were stronger than we ever could have imagined. Like, they baked in how to, Q baked in how we lose already. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, these people pulled off 9-11. They've pulled off every war in the history of humanity. They're the roughest, toughest hombres in the world. So us getting all gung-ho over Donald Trump pulling pulling a fast one on him and getting to beat him, we were perhaps too optimistic. We were perhaps a little too bold in our assumptions that, that, that we could get a W there. But... But now we're awake. Now we know. And the next president we get in, they'll be able to do it. They'll be able to save the world. So uh, looking for heroes, looking for the next messiah, looking for the next presidential candidate, that will become a part of QAnon. And I think that's what that'll be like kind of like the biggest thing that can happen to them is in 2024, we're going to have a QAnon primary in the Republican Party. We're actually going to have QAnon have a preferred candidate. And if that candidate wins or not will be a big thing about what they do politically from there on out. Because they're very lazy. They're not going to actually, like, work on anything for, like, three years. They're just going to wait for uh, Ted Cruz, who's acting like a colossal tool bag right now about, hey, this election thing's looking kind of fishy to me. I don't know what's going on. Fuck you, Ted Cruz. Mike Pompeo came out today and was like, I'm transitioning to Donald Trump's second term. Suck my dick, libs. So it's like you have these assholes like trying to pull shit and are saying things that play really well of the QAnon base. And it's like, which one of those assholes like goes for the brass ring in 2024? And does QAnon like pick one of them and say, you're our champion. Go get him, boy. I mean, if Michael Flynn ran for president, 100% QAnon would rally behind him like you fucking read about. It would be horrifying having Michael Flynn in the Republican primary, literally finishing all of his stump speeches with "We go where we go one, we go all," and having a crowd roar in approval to it, because we would now have a person who was literally queuing on, literally running for president. And whenever the media would ask him about, it, I'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Wink, nod, wink, wink, and it's just like, "Fuck you, God damn it!" This is really horrifying to think about, indeed. Yeah. Well, so we we talked about our our potential grim futures with uh with the, with the the always enigmatic and mutatable Q phenomena. Uh, so let's talk about something a little bit pleasant. Circle back to something we did on election special part one last week. Uh, we discussed whether or not people were going to stand by their man or whether or not people were going to be jumping ship from the, from the, the sinking uh, Trump uh, empire. So 
Uh, Mike, tell us we've got some good news. Has anybody seemed to abandon the rank and file yet? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, God, no. I mean, it's worse than we ever could have imagined. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you you have... Wow, really, literally everybody is just sticking by him at this point, huh? Every, everyone that's in his pocket is still just yep. like, yes, the election Only... was rigged. Only two or three Republicans have acknowledged. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lisa McCurskill from Alaska. I think Mitt Romney gave him a bro fist. But like, you got Mitch McConnell like like saying, "Hey, look, voter fraud." Again, you you just had Pompeo say his thing about Trump winning a second term. I mean, it is it is crazy how uh, much deference these people have to Trump and all of this nonsense when. They know they have nothing. Uh, it is uh, the legal challenge in Arizona is the funniest thing in the world because Trump is losing by 16 or 15,000 votes, depending on where you look at the tally. And right now in Arizona, Trump's lawyers are challenging 180 ballots. That is what they're fighting over. So, oh, you know, what's even better about Arizona, the Navajo tribe as one voted I, I might be getting this wrong. They voted 80 to 90% for Biden, and they are a tribe of 80,000. So yeah. it is very fair for a number of reasons Trump is losing Arizona. But one of the big ones is the Navajo tribe. They got organized and went and voted, and they said no. It's, I mean, every hot take here, every white person in America, uh, like we didn't win this election. Oh God, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, it, it, like uh, I remember uh, in 2012, someone said that if you like mapped out the demographics of the 1980 election and put those demographics in uh, 2012, Romney would have blown out Obama because like Democrats, Democrats were like aiming for like forty percent of the white vote, and that's like kind of like their like cap. I don't know what I, don't, I haven't seen the demographic breakdown for Biden yet, but white people as a whole don't vote Democrat. It's just like the thing because the Republican Party is the party of white people and white racists, as it were. And you get to find out, well, a lot of white people cool with racism, and it's not great. I mean. It is so, like, uh, heartbreaking when the election night was rolling around and they would uh, say, and Oklahoma has been called for Trump. And, yeah. my, and my mom would just yell, why are these people voting for him? And I'm like, mom, you, you sweet summer child. Oh, my God. Like, Bro, America has always voted against its, its own best interests. Oh, it, it's, uh, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. But, I mean, it's just the nature of... Uh, the political parties since 1980 and the Great Realignment after the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and all the dust settled where uh, the people that wanted civil rights and wanted black people to be treated like humans became Democrat supporters and the racists became Republicans. And this is just an, an objective part of our history. And um, the people that deny that are in the pockets of Republicans who want to lie to people and tell them that they're not racists when they vote for racists. Which is it's gonna it's gonna be great once we get all of this like racism and sexism and misogyny and 
all that other shit out of the way and like evolve as a civilization just in time to get back to doing this exact same thing with artificial intelligence. <laughs> oh, oh, hu- human human lives matter versus drone lives matter is going to be awesome. Just yeah, repeat- we're, we're probably not going to be around for it, but man, the, uh, the, the the next couple of generations at some point that's going to that's going to pop off and that's going to be a real fun one. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, we're just we're just always going to find like some new group of uh, entities, as it were, to declare second class citizens and to oppress, as it were. And uh, it's going to suck for Can't that point. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, God. Thank goodness that you voted for Kodos. But Cletus, uh, why are you shaking his hand? He's black. Well, at least he's a human, isn't he? Yeah. And that's going to be great. We're finally going to unify humanity around yeah. uh, like a weird hatred of artificial life. Yeah. Oh, no, no Android need apply signs going up everywhere. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Do you think, do you think we get AI uh, overlords before alien overlords? Yes. What's Aliens, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, aliens. Oh, yeah. A- aliens ain't showing up for a long, long time, if ever. Well, I, I think if aliens show up, there's not going to be any overlord about it. They're just going to kill all of us very easily and <laughs> steal all of our resources. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we will be the we will be the scuds. That, that, that would be like considering yourself like the insect overlord. You're like I am the overlord of these ants, and it's like not really. You just kill them because you don't like right. them. Yeah. All right. That's this is our this is our new segment. Listener poll for next week. Let us know. Aliens or robots take over Earth first? Oh, if, if robots don't win 90-20, I've lost faith in our on our listener base. Oh my god! Well, speaking of listener engagement, that's a good segue into the into the the, the last third of the show. The the listener questions. Oh, ring it. I'm ready. My body is ready. Your body is ready, and so is mine. So, um, our listener questions. Um, <sighs> Our listener, whoa! Do you, need, do you need us to vamp for you? Nope, nope. The vamping doesn't need to be done. Do we need to start playing some ragtime piano over here? Oh, that'd be awesome if you did, but you don't have to. Give him the hook. Yeah. No. Uh, Linda W. Croson asks. I wonder how Jordan Sather is handling everything since his Jason Bourne account got suspended before the election. I'm sure we could find old Sather on Gab or Parlor. Uh, planning his next inroads onto a real social media platform with actual engagement. Uh, I mean, all of these guys, they're just so generic. They're all the same thing. It's everyone's just Trump won. Libs don't know it yet. Boy, will I enjoy drinking your stupid liberal tears when you find out that, that, that Trump won and not even the lying mainstream media can hide it from you. Ah, ha, ha. coming. Like and retweet. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's just... It's just all of that stuff. It's just the same things over and over again. And no, you guys, I swear to God, my Canadian girlfriend's hot, and she's totally going to do it with me. I, I had to. I don't know who Jason Sather is, so I had to try and look him up real quick. And Google was like, "Do you mean Jason Statham?" And I was like, "I don't think I do, Google." But <laughs> all right. Uh, the, the the two main things you need to know about him is he did a special uh, talking about uh, Nazis living under the South Pole, and uh, what he was Brilliant. all. He was also on uh, Jim Jether's show as one of four QAnon promoters that uh, was being dunked on. And um, he made it clear that Michelle Obama is a man, but he had some questions about Flat Earth. So like that was that that's that's the level of brilliance of that man is that uh, uh, and you're saying this person is a conservative weird that's so weird he, he, he this is who Jordan Sather actually is he was a clerk working at a GNC when some grifter walked in started talking to him about like alternative medicine and other scams 
And Sather was just like, I'm in. You got me, bro. And he basically ran out of the GNC and then just became the biggest shill for any conspiracy you can find this side of Flat Earth, which is where he like, that, won't go. It's the American well, dream, right? Where he draws the line. Yeah, Flat Earth where he draws the line. Mostly because he can't make a buck off Flat Earth, most likely. He like tried that market and found it was glutted. But I uh, mean, couldn't you, couldn't you start like manufacturing and selling discs? You know, like globes, but for flat Earth idiots. <laughs> that would be. Oh, if, if, uh, now that you've told, now that you've brought that up, maybe, maybe he could do that. We should. We There's should gonna be somebody that. out there already doing that, right? Like, yeah, no, it's it, a watch on Netflix. Watch uh, beyond behind the curve or whatever yes, the, the yeah. flat Earth documentary is. Yeah. There's a guy that makes. I almost called them flat Earth globes. They're not. They're <laughs> like dioramas. <laughs> they're discs, and they have a little. Uh, LED sun and moon that orbit over inside a, a plastic bubble. I want one so bad, but it would mean giving like a thousand dollars to some like terrible. Do, suppo- do you suppose that if he uh, if you ordered one, he could get it to you? Do you suppose he ships across the globe? You know what, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh man, I love your I love your hard TV pivot off amazing. that. Like the David Letterman number one thing on the top ten list. Where they always put a clunker in at number one, so you could just immediately drop the list and go on to the next segment. That was just like so beautiful the way you did that. I loved it. But All right. uh, uh, th- thanks for the question. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I didn't have much input on that because I don't know who the fuck that guy is, aside from the fact that I recognize his dumb Jason Bourne Twitter icon. Uh, but aside from that, he is the same as any of these other essentially faceless white racists. They're just all the same person, and if we could just melt all of them down into a single person, that would make them a lot easier to hate. Yeah. So, um, uh, Loretta, uh, fucking dissenting irony, uh, two uh, gay pride flags, two blue wave emojis, uh, pretty much... Replace one of those waves with a storm cloud. Yes, yes, storm Storm waves. Storm, yeah, put a storm in, in in front of the wave. We need the storm waves. Um, their question is incredibly long, and I'm going to sum it up with basically what happens if Trump actually like calls for uh, civil unrest and a revolution to save his presidency from the fraudulent election that the deep state have inflicted upon him? And uh, does Shit. like does like ICE and uh, Department of Homeland Security? or anyone else actually back his play along with the Proud Boys and the other morons, or uh, does that not get off the ground, as it were? Wow, that must have been a long fucking question if that was a summary. Yeah, you know, it, it was... People, it, it was did, did they basically get that question in 145 characters or whatever? Uh, it was... The, the question went over four tweets that were all full. Oh, okay. Wow. That, that's, that, that is some sick enthusiasm from the from the listener base. I love You love to see it. Yes. People will absolutely back it. The question is, it, it would come down to the the military. Well, the the National Guards. Uh, and, but no, individuals would absolutely back it if Trump was just like, stand stand up, no more standing down, stand up. Like, yeah, no, they would they would go wild, and uh, there would be riots and guns in the streets for how long? Ooh, I don't know. But it, yeah, the, the, yeah. The problem is, is that I just don't think that there's really uh, enough of an appetite for people to want this kind of thing to happen, where they have enough power in our society or our government to do anything. Like if the Proud Boys started breaking shit in a city, the cops wouldn't side with them. The cops would be like, "Hey, knock that off." 
because you're white rioters and we're going to give you a pass until you get on our nerves too much. And then if the Proud Boys push it too much and the cops are like, God damn it, now we have to arrest you, you stupid morons. Um, it was really funny because, like, uh, last night, uh, ContraPoints, who's one of the, my favorite people I read on, YouTube, on uh, YouTube, or watch on YouTube, I should say, actually posted a long thing about, like, how can Trump do this? Can Trump take over America? Will there be a fascist coup? And I was basically like, no, that will not happen uh, because, first of all, like, no one will back his play. And second of all, when you just look at, like, cold, soulless capitalism in America... You think the Walmart family wants, like, a general strike or riots? I think the Walmarts love riots. I, I, I mean, I, that I, sells a lot of trash cans. Yes. Well, I think personally that if, if like, Trump got, 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 up in his, uh, got up in his shit and decided to, to actually, like, try to mobilize people to do a thing, even, like, like, even if he was just like, hey, now is the time, people, it, like, arise and start murdering non-whites, and then the Proud Boys showed up and started doing that, like... I feel like that would only last for as long as there was, like, a few instances of it before the people that, like, support Trump realize the situation they're in where it's just like, oh, at this point, supporting Donald Trump is supporting, like, actual sedition, so the, the buck has got to stop here. Like, yeah, uh, I think I, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of these people are willing to stick with Donald Trump for as long as it's not going to affect them permanently in the rest of their life in any sort of meaningful way, but as soon as it comes down to, like, the sort of like civil war precursor shit that that would start to that that would be the harbinger for i feel like a lot of his support would melt away really quickly as people realize oh if we lose this fight we're going to get tried and executed excellent wonderful yeah that's america america loves quiet racism like not serving not not seating that black person before they seat a white person and giving pulling over that that Mexican and giving him a, a speeding ticket. I don't think when it comes down to it, a lot of Americans have the appetite for actual shoot him in the street racism. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's one thing to, that's what, that's what it really comes down to with QAnon is that they dream of Trump killing all their enemies for them because they don't want to do it themselves. They don't have the heart, the stomach or the guts to actually kill their enemies. They just want it done. They just want it to happen. They just want to wake up one day and find all the bad people dead, and they are the winners of America. But to actually earn that victory themselves, no goddamn way. No way in hell they're ever going to do that. So, yeah, I don't. I just don't think that anything like that is even possible in any way, shape, or form. So, Thank you for the question, though. Thank you for the robust and yeah. in-depth four-tweet question. Yeah. What else have we got? Um, I'm trying to understand. Uh... Oh yeah. Oh, I was. Um, yeah, no, that was. This is a question for my Haps broadcast, which I didn't understand because I didn't realize what I was saying. So that's fine. Save it, Save it for that. Yes, exactly. So uh, Abracadabra says, uh, "Just started listening to your podcast. Great stuff with a Biden win. Do you think there will be people out there who will be easier to pull out of the cult?" Um, we know the diehards won't, but perhaps those who are soft-pilled into things like save their, our children. Um, I've seen so many people think that like the election was going to save things, and they didn't realize that QAnon was going to be so comfortable moving that goalpost to the inauguration. But I think after the inauguration, when Biden's in and there's no denying it, 
uh, that's going to be a moment where, like, the soft-pilled people and the people who, like, might have some doubts, that's, like, the moment where you're going to be able to try to grab them and, like, do some work on them and get them to move along. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens on that day and the week after Biden is in office. Because now all of... Because, again, you look anywhere on Twitter and all of these idiots are just like, Trump wins 100%. There's no way it won't happen. So it's like they can still do this. They can still project this bullshit and still be confident and braggadocious. But um, when they have to explain that Biden's a clone who's secretly run by Trump, who blah, blah, blah. I mean, when they have to lie about everything even more than they already are, I just don't know. I just I, I, guess, I, I, I guess the short and, and probably too optimistic answer is that. Yes, hopefully it will be easy to e- easier at least to pull out some of these people now that the the cult leaders don't have the president to point to as an example of their like agenda. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like like but for better or worse, like whether whether or not you like Donald Trump or or supported him or whatever, and if you're listening to this, God, I hope you didn't, or you're listening to a set of spite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, thank you for it, your listening. Just the president of the United States as a title has like clout. It just like comes with like baked in like like currency, like 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 uh, uh, cultural currency. Like you just get it when you when you get that title. And so for some of these people who are like you know in a bad way or like maybe they have mental health issues or maybe they're just regular healthy people that are susceptible to some flim flam, like you can just be like, hey. Like, our guy is in the White House. Like, our hero, our Jesus, our prophet, our whatever, he got there. He's he's the president. And, like, you can see by what he's doing to the Mexicans and all that stuff that he's on our team. And then, you know, so more soft-willed people might nod their heads and just be like, you know, what you're saying makes a little bit of sense. And then they get their hooks on him. So, hopefully, without being able to point to the head dick of the land being in their pocket... Uh, it'll be easier to pull some of those people out because they're going to lose a lot of that built-in cultural credit. Yeah, I mean, that that's like the big thing about Trump being president is that it gives these people hope that they will actually see their victory over their enemies because one day Trump will do the thing that allows them all to be sent to Gitmo. Whereas once the president is not their like leader of the movement and it's just a bad guy who worships Satan... Now they don't have any hope. They don't have any optimism. There's no like quote unquote good reason to get involved in QAnon because all you, all you you're gonna do is if you get involved in QAnon is make yourself sad because you're gonna find out that the world sucks and the and the leader of the free world and America is a blood drinking Satanist who actually hates America and wants to destroy it. And that doesn't sound like a really cool thing for me to get involved in. You mean you mean I get to be sad all the time and turn on the television and every time I see the president I get mad and start crying. That great. What, where, can I can I get two of those, please? I mean, Jesus, that sounds wonderful. All right, we got any more questions to go through? Uh, we have uh, not so much a question, but just someone yelling at me. Uh, their name is Gaza is back, and uh, their timeline is wonderful. And okay. they, uh, I, I didn't know Gaza went anywhere. I, well, apparently they did, but they have returned. A lot of cr- back, Gaza. A lot of crying, laughing emojis, and then it says, you're either a bot or a straight-up retard, exploding head emoji, When what Biden win, more laughing emojis, your pals at BLM aren't going to be too happy, what's the odds they start having tantrums by the end of next week? 
Put on, put a face to all these baseless claims you have. Let us see you. Eyes emoji, more laughing emojis. And then a picture of Colonel Sanders that reads, The one Confederate statue Black Lives Matter won't tear down because this person is a dumb racist. Uh, the odds of them having tinders by next week are zero because you fucking lost. And you're going to acknowledge that on January 20th, 2021, you stupid prick. So well, they're not going to acknowledge it. They're th- going to acknowledge that the, the lizards underneath Area 51, like, continue to uh, steal the election. Well, they're going to have to acknowledge that they lost some way, shape, or form. That like, I mean, they, they, won't, they won't even acknowledge that Kentucky Fried Chicken is popular because of white people. Like, <laughs> how are they ever going to acknowledge that Joe Biden is president? <laughs> it's just like, I had to write this to you. Like, like, let's assume, I don't know shit about Kentucky Fried Chicken. Let's assume that it started in Kentucky. And it started... Like catering to black folks, which I'm sure it probably didn't, but let's say that it did. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows that much about Kentucky, but like the areas of Kentucky that are populated heavily by black folks are surrounded by miles and miles and miles upon miles of populated by white folks. So if KFC was only famous because black people like fried chicken because you're a fucking racist idiot, then they never would have escaped Kentucky because they would have been surrounded by white people that hated them. I know that's not the meat of that comment, but still. Yes. <laughs> that is just so, such lazy racism. Yeah. KFC, black people, am I right? It's just like, bro, KFC is a free heart and, 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 and like a worldwide chain because of white people, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Except for the one in Egypt. I guess probably brown people shop there a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, and I and I also love the fact that they like really want to casually dox me. They're like, "Show your face, coward." It's like, "Why? Why do you want to see my face? Why do you think I dress Nothing up to like look at. None of us are anything to look at. Not in the slightest. You only yeah, want Mike Thompson reveal yourself to the world. Yes, you got it. No problem at all. That's going to happen any moment now. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why I dress up like... Mike Reigns is secretly Mike Thompson, uh, associate manager at a local CVS. Nailed it. Uh, Go visit visit all the CVSs in the North Shore of Massachusetts. You will eventually find me, and then... Thompson Gate. People are going to bust in with AM15s and be like, let let us see the adrenaline crew effort you've got in your basement. And they're like, CVS doesn't have a basement. Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be so great. That'd be so good. Oh, anyway, uh, hopefully you're listening to this to see if anybody answered your comment or whatever, because, uh, you know, yep. it, it, it would warm the cockles of my heart to know that some people are, are like, hate some hate listens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, right. would, I, I hope all of our talk about liberal policy and like just general being on the right side. I hope it just edges you until you go like into your personal life and like spit on a, like a Mexican person that's doing some landscaping in your neighborhood. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ugh. uh, what? No, <laughs> bad. So now that, so now that L has broken Sarge's brain with that terrible comment, no. I'm going to wrap up yield podcast as it were for this week. Uh, we'll probably be back next week with something more like what we've been doing previously before these elections. We might like start punching some QAnon promoters more directly, old Q drops, uh, talking about society of actual segments. If you, if, you, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and uh, make your voices heard through our, our social media accounts and and yeah. uh, go ahead and let us know if there's anything in particular you'd like to hear us jaw about. We can probably make anything into a segment. Yep, uh, if there's a, if, yeah, if there's a Q-drop in particular you'd like to hear us talk about, let 69. us know. Hey. 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 Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, <laughs> for all for all your uh, money giving needs, uh, 
uh, patreon.com slash poker politics, uh, love146.org, and uh, Georgia Senate races. And uh, beyond that, you uh, poker politics is where I'm located. These two gentlemen are at Hell World with a QL and Hell World with a Q Sarge. I'm a dog. And, uh, don't, don't forget to shill that uh, that Haps broadcast. Yes, and uh, ha- at Haps uh, Haps dot com at my grains. That is my that is my existence on the broadcast tree of Haps, which most of the time gets properly coordinated to Twitter, but sometimes does not. So, uh, our, our, uh, th- thanks thanks to listeners like you, our influence is beginning to spread uh, minorly, which is good because I like to think that we're on the the side of the the, the side of not the bad guys in this one. Yeah, and just good guys because we're still yeah. talking about career politicians. Yeah, but oh, and uh, but, it, my, my actually my Haps account is Poker Politics. I forgot, but my my name is Mike Rains on those on the broadcast directly themselves. So. Wow, do not support him. No, like, do no. not support such push league endeavors. <laughs> no, 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 I'm bad. I'm bad. Don't deserve your don't deserve your praise. Or I deserve. No, Remember, the storm wave to, is coming. Uh, oh, I'm going to get hit. Continue with the storm to support so us by en- engaging with us on our uh, social media platforms. Uh, go ahead, and if, if you're enjoying the broadcast and you think that you know somebody that might be down to hear us talk about the the Q menace, go ahead and uh, go ahead and t- tell tell your friends about us. Help us help us grow, even if you don't have the the money to to put some shekels into our bucket. We're like busters. Yeah. Like, like and subscribe, just like YouTubers. Yeah. Just a uh, just a like is more than enough to get us. Oh, there. and and if you wanna if you wanna run around on a spaceship and kill me tomorrow night, uh, Wednesdays at nine o'clock, I play Among Us with uh, anyone who cares to do so. Uh, if I could ever get a good crew of people for Secret Hitler, I would love to play that with people as well. But uh, so, like any and all forms of engagement th- that we are doing, I will send them to you so you know about them, as it were. And if you're the uh, system manager at a CVS and your name happens to be Mike Thompson, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Very sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that is Adventures in Hell World this week. Uh, we have a totally organic catchphrase to finish the show. I'm ready. Yes. Are you ready this time? Oh. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us into it. Just just try to get on the same page. All right. So for another hopefully successful uh, episode of the Avengers of Hell World podcast, uh, I am the enigmatic L for Mr. Mike Rains and Sarge. And now we're gonna go out on our totally organic catchphrase that doesn't need a countdown, but I do it anyway just for the fun of it. Everybody, ready? Three, two, one. Good, good, good speed, speed patriots. patriots. The fucking internet makes it just so hard. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.